This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. All right, welcome back to Great Disturbances. And today, oh, by the way, I'm Rich. And uh, and I am Paul. He is Paul. As always. As per usual. We're actually going to be doing a little shakeup here. We're doing something today. It's a shorter episode. Fucking stir the pot, dude. Fucking stir in the pot. We're going to call this, we're, we're calling this little deal a Kessel Run. So when we have a smaller thing to talk about for example today we're going to talk about the first issue of star wars the high republic that just came out from marvel comics and uh and and when we have something smaller to talk about like this we're going to call it a kessel run and it's going to be a shorter episode but never fear we're still going to lead you uh, astray on our longer episodes (laughs) at other times (laughs) of the month as well so but but for, for today, we're trying something new. We're going to do, we're do something called uh, a Kessel Run. This, this High Republic issue literally just came out last week, last Wednesday, yeah. um, by Marvel Comics. And it's like it's that actually, whole, the whole High Republic thing is just like rolling out now. Yep. You know, all of the various bits. Yeah. The, they, they, there's a book that just came out. The, there's, like, there's, an, the there's like an adult novel, there's a young uh, adult novel, there's a yeah. kid's book. There's, I don't know, probably There's, higher public condoms or whatever. There's tons of stuff. <laughs> higher public condoms, higher public. <laughs> you know, there's there's higher public kale that you can eat. Yeah. But this this issue that came out, it was written by uh, by Kevin Scott, and the art is by Ariel Anandito, I think, and the ink by Mark Morales. Inks by Mark Morales. But it's the it's basically, what is it? A couple hundred years before the. Uh, it's it's two hundred years before the Battle of. Or two hundred years before, you know, the fall of the Jedi. The fall of the Jedi at the end but, of Revenge. But of the Sith, what right? I didn't, what I didn't know, but I assumed, was that this comic is set before the High Republic first novel begins. Oh, it is. Am I am I right about that? I I don't know. I thought I thought I, you know what? Okay, so what I did was I watched a an artist's or not artist, but a a writer's thing like they 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 had a they had a big thing through uh through lucasfilm and through lucas books and they talked to all the people that are going to be kind of the orchestrating or the um the uh, architects of this this new era of star wars publishing and i could have swore they said that the novel came first but i didn't quite i didn't read anything in this comic that made me think that that was truly the case like I mean, I guess to, to our audience, we haven't read the novel yet. Right. Which yeah, is why so. the question comes up is that yeah. I don't know whether to expect, you know, Master Chris or whoever to be in the state of post the novel. Right. Whatever happens in the novel or yeah. pre the novel, whatever happens in the novel. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. We should find that out. And I don't know. Just we'll report back. Learn it, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> we'll report back. But the we have uh, we have some new characters we have an old character yeah. we have yoda right yoda shows yeah. up yeah but everybody else is new there's keev right i think that's how you say her name the padawan the padawan yeah who by the end of this issue is actually going to be she's going to have she's going to have she's, past her trials she's knighted she is knighted which i thought was what i thought was cool about that was that they cut off the the little yes, padawan the little tail. braid that's yeah. what the, that's what the tails for they just they they lock I never it off knew that cool. that's pretty awesome i like that i thought that, that was pretty cool yeah, and they they actually talk 
quite a bit about like force stuff in here that I thought was whoops that I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, of course I didn't take notes the way I normally do because I because um, this is all new to me. But they they talk a little bit about how the force. There's a moment where when she's doing her trials, where Keep is doing her trials, she is talking to herself and she says something like, she says the uh, the force is in all the force connects. And then she says, wow, I hear them, all of them moving as one forward, never back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like she's talking to these, Those uh, like these space locust guys. Space locust. Yeah. The yeah. Uh, alien, alien ants or whatever. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool that like she could reach out and she could touch their minds. But this is like the first time that I've seen like them give you like this first experience of doing that yeah i i i loved that moment yeah because so in the in the in the comic she's like she you see her kind of her astral form or whatever surrounded by a bunch of purplish stuff she's like looking at the universe through the force through the space locusts eyes right because she's she's sort of in a not a battle but a chase with them and she reaches out through the force to touch their minds yeah. And and like she doesn't she doesn't like what I thought was so great was that she doesn't defeat the locusts. She helps them get back on track to their to their life, right? Because mm-hmm. because the because what happens is the the beacon, the starlight beacon, whatever that is and what I'm sure we'll find out more about that. The starlight beacon is messing up their space navigation sense. Right. Of like right. their their once in a generation like larval cycle or whatever it is that they follow right around yeah. the galaxy going around to different places yeah but but what that was it was so cool because like in in my head that moment was like just just after the end of return of the jedi a moment like that was kind of exactly what i thought jedi kind of were which was like you're not using your lightsaber to solve the problem. Your lightsaber is incidental to you being a Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so she, she like, she's piloting a ship and she like, she and her little, you know, fairy friend guy. Yeah. Jump out of, jump out of the ship. (laughs) Yeah. And the ship pilots and leads the locusts away toward wherever they're supposed to go. Right. Yeah. And I was like that, that to me, that was, that captured so much of like, how I felt about what Luke Skywalker should be up to as he goes out into to Jedihood in the galaxy. Oh yeah. That's... That to me that was like and so and so in the inter, in the intervening years between now and Return of the Jedi, right, yeah. <laughs> there have been just so many interpretations of what the Jedi are and what they do and what they do the force with and like and and like it's easy to get caught up in the lightsaber forms and like who is stronger in the force and blah, all this kind of like yeah. just the meaningless shit. Right. But, but th- this, to me, this moment was like, that's, that's why the Jedi are so great is, is, is that is touching is like participating in sort of the larger symphony of life and the force in the galaxy and like just doing good within it. That's a that's a cool way of 
putting it a symphony of life because that's yeah that's really that's really what it is right that's what it's about right you don't need, yeah i mean jedi didn't have if you look at like the old uh tales of the jedi comics right the or the uh tales of the old republic comics the the jedi didn't always have lightsabers i mean some of them had vibro swords right and mm-hmm. they it, they still were one with the force there's that there's that concept of oneness with the force right being yeah. present in the force very very uh buddhist uh sense yeah. of presence and mindfulness and there's a lot of that in this <clears throat> this specific issue right like even even the master on board of our, the, yeah of our chris of, of yeah. our chris yeah she even has like these moments of that like when they when they're getting ready to make her the marshal of of starlight station you know mm-hmm. that that's like she has this like this moment of like this is everything that's you know this it's all coming together right mm-hmm. and they even at the end when they're celebrating Creve's ascension to knighthood they say for light and life and she says she specifically says whenever you feel alone whenever darkness closes in hear our signal and know that the force is with you know that we are with you so like they're ever present with them through the force yeah you don't have to be a force ghost to be ever present with someone you know that she calls it a covenant which i think is interesting this this i have so this this issue really gave for me gave me lots of hope for this sort of high republic stuff yeah and also gave me like there's there's this there's this kind of thing where it could serve to make the tragedy of the fall of the jedi all that much more tragic yeah you know what i mean yes it really could yep you know it kind of touches on how it touches on the theme that we've come back to a few times which was the prequels Mm -hmm. and how they are just fucking terrible <laughs> Ter- they're terribly executed movies yeah but the ideas going on there mm-hmm. have some real merit yeah and, definitely and 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 if this if these if this high republic dovetails into prequels as like the this is the this is the pinnacle of jedi and then it slips away to the point of prequels and then like pretty much the death of the jedi like that to me that will make the that tragedy even more poignant but also it will make the films themselves a tragedy because they're so poorly executed right right sorry <laughs> you know um uh <laughs> i can't i can't get over that god george bravo god ah, george georgie georgie fucking george why'd you do that why'd you go ahead and do that but there's there's a few other things too which i think i mean I kind of think that that's what's going on here because if you read the there's, a, there's an opening crawl to the uh, to the issue, yeah, yep. and and that opening crawl is just loaded with peace, glorious republic, noble and wise Jedi, mm-hmm. symbol of all that is good, a ray of hope for all to see, magnificent Renaissance. It yeah. almost feels like it's too much, yeah. Which means that like the 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 roller coaster is going to go way down to Phantom Menace, yeah, and following things. And you just you see just how far the Jedi fell in those two hundred years. Yeah, the fall is going to be pretty epic. From yeah, what they're setting up here from what uh, this seems to be here, which is this just yeah. amazing stuff. Do you know what I was thinking of when I read that crawl? As I was thinking of the samurai, 
and how the samurai well you know i mean obviously the jedi are supposed to be sort of an analog for samurai Mm -hmm. but like this is exactly how i think they should have been in their prime right Mm -hmm. roaming the galaxy helping those that need help you know providing knowledge providing whatever right and that's that's what they're doing you know it probably doesn't help that i'm in the midst of playing you know uh ghost Ghost of tsushima yeah but but (laughs) Uh, I definitely, I definitely was thinking samurai uh, at that right. point, you know, so. You know what I also thought about too, a little bit was uh, Star Trek. And the reason yeah. I thought about Star Trek a little bit was because um, <clears throat> it has, it has, it's so just, especially something like the next generation, mm-hmm. the next generation is just, it's just, it's brimming. It's overflowing with like hope. Yeah. And, and striving and looking to the horizon for greatness and all these things. And that feels like what's going on in the Republic too. This, this beacon thing, whatever it is, mm-hmm. is, is apparently a thing uh, like a, like a, a, a just sort of a, a monument to trying to do good things in the galaxy, trying to help people who are navigating the outer rim or whatever, Yeah, like help them doing that stuff. Like it's a, it's a, it's a gigantic, it's, it's like the deep space, stations in star trek of like right. it's like trying to make things better further and further out from the mm-hmm. sort of the core stuff sure and and like the, the this this uh uh Creve and her master uh on this planet like it's not quite prime directive but they're not interfering necessarily with like these these peoples there it's 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 got that sense of like that sci-fi hopefulness is a oh, little yeah. more baked in here yeah know? I, so, I never even yeah. thought of that, dude. But you're right. There is, yeah. there is that, there is a touch of that. Yeah, I like it. So there's a line in there where Creve says, "There is no fear, only certainty." Yeah, which sounds like a Jedi code kind of thing, right? Right. right. Um, but it struck me as weird, and so I went back and read. The, the Jedi code things that have popped up in other things that we've done. Sure. Yeah. And that feels like one of those, there is no emotion. There is peace. There is no death. There is the force. Right. Right. That line, there is no fear, only certainty does not appear in those previous codes. So this may be either some other thing, or this may be an addition or supplant or supplement to what we know of as the Jedi code from other stuff. It could also so it could, be, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. It could. No, it just could be a, a a new branch of that stuff. Yeah, I I was thinking of it as like maybe it's a lesson. You know what I mean? Hmm. Like like there's the code, there's the thing that they live by, but then there's always lessons too, right? There's always you know, I don't know. It it's just kind of rang to me like okay, like always so, polish your lightsaber. You always know, polish always your lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. You know, fold your robes correctly. <laughs> bra- bra- braid your Padawan braid. Braid your braid your rat tail properly. You know, maintain it. Don't let it. Get if you sticky. don't have hair, what do you get to do for that thing? Yeah, like what did you know, uh, what if you're they... like Ithorian or whatever? Like, what do you do? Right, or even or even um, what? How do you say? Is it Tadoshian? Is that it? Oh, the tradition. Tradition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If if you're him, he doesn't have hair. He's got scales. Yeah. <laughs> And what's his rite of passage? What do they yeah. cut off of him? Because <laughs> for him, it grows back. So it's not really, you know what I mean? So like, That's true. I never knew that. That grew, yeah. like, like things grow back for them. What was he so, <laughs> what was he so fucking scared of at the end of the issue too? That's yeah. That was a good cliffhanger because I, you're yeah. like, because you're left with this feeling of like, yes. Yeah. And then he's like, 
something no. bad is right there and you have no idea what good good uh good writing in that case of like leaving it off on a what the fuck moment yeah you know yeah i kept like trying i get i went back i read this twice because i wanted to go back and see if there was something that i'm supposed to see leading up to that that would make yeah him make like maybe he was pissed that she you know that she made it through but it didn't seem like that it yeah. seems like there's something there that he runs maybe, into. <laughs> maybe he wanted the space locust to eat her i don't yeah, know <laughs> yeah maybe maybe he sent the space locust <laughs> so yoda shows up yeah yeah he does and here's what i wrote down writing for yoda is hard because the yoda that gets set up in empire strikes back mm-hmm. like you can't just you, you don't it, it doesn't count as writing for yoda if you just invert the sentence wording <laughs> right that's not you know what i mean like yeah he doesn't first of all he doesn't always do that right it second of all it he like between this and then what i've seen of some of those some of those the clone wars or rebels or whatever mm-hmm. i don't know if he even shows up in rebels i haven't seen any of that but the clone war stuff like he's they all they do is like okay you take his sentence and you put that part over here and that's a yoda sentence <laughs> boom yoda <laughs> like if you if yoda has to go potty he's like go go potty i will whatever like it's that's that's not that's not you have you're not capturing yoda essence yeah. if you're just flipping sentences around right that's so yeah it's just an affectation right i mean i have that, i have a i have a i'm going to be watching that closely as he appears yeah these things because yoda's hard for hard to write for i wonder if he's going to be like scarce in this right and, part right. of me really hopes he is yeah like, yeah for a minute every once in a while that's fine but like if he's not there all the time i'm not going to be sad about that yeah <laughs> you know i, I would like to see yeah, what no. other characters can do i'm intrigued yeah i thought this was a good read i uh, i was worried that it was going to be a difficult thing to to kind of grasp because everything that i've read prior to phantom menace has been like that way far back you know four thousand years ago stuff yeah yeah what you know obviously you've read it too but but like that stuff it took me a little while to get like into the flow of that and like really give a shit about those characters you know this i think i think i like these characters right they did a good job yeah they did a good job yeah yeah good stuff the one one more thing from me yeah what do you got so when Keeve or when Creve, Keeve, <laughs> when Creve <laughs> is climbing the spire things and she slips and falls. Yeah. And she sticks her lightsaber into the spire thing. Yeah. And then hangs. Did you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. To, she hangs up. I was like, I was like, is that how lightsabers work? <laughs> Do you, can you, would you, would that happen with a lightsaber? Would, wouldn't like, it just keep Because <laughs> wouldn't it just keep, wouldn't it just keep, I, like, I don't imagine, I never imagined that like the blade whatever actually support the weight of anything right yeah right oh yeah because so, she because she jams it in the side of it and then she hangs from the hilt right as as the blade is plunged into the thing right and i in my head i was like how that like that didn't add up for me for lightsabers <laughs> yeah yeah I, th- I i always thought that it would keep cutting yeah first of all but then you raise another good point would that blade even support anything? Well, it's got to be strong enough to be able to like plunge into things, right? Like, 
Yeah, I mean the hilt is metal, right? Right. right. But she's she's it, the hilt is not dragging in the rock. The, right. the 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 light blade is what's in the rock. Right. She's hanging onto the hilt like yeah. she's doing chin-ups. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. But to me, I never thought that a lightsaber worked that way. Hmm. Jammed into it. I mean, maybe I'm just full of shit, but could be. Could <laughs> very well be. I mean, it got jammed into stuff before, right? Like, like. You can, I mean, you can jam it into stuff, but can you then hang like, from it? Hang yeah. from it. Yeah, like, would it I don't, support? I don't feel like that's how that would work before. Okay, so we need to do an experiment. We need the one of those black, one of those black series lightsabers. You know, the three hundred dollar <laughs> lightsabers. Yeah. We'll go and we'll jam it into something, and then my and fat ass will hang from it, and we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> and we'll see. <laughs> I'm that's gonna just, waste three hundred bucks. <laughs> that's just science, Rich. That's just science. Obviously, yeah. Obviously, clearly. I mean, it's got to be. But you know what? So, so overall, for me, I really like this. Yeah, same here. I have nothing else to say at the moment. No, but I am I am really hopeful and excited for more issues of this. Me too. I uh, and and okay. So then, just so that our listener Jeff Jeff, just so you know what we're going to be doing, we're going to do a comic roundup at the end of each month. Mm, yeah. Uh, so the next issue of this will be coming out in February, and so we'll do a roundup at the end of February where we'll talk more about like that particular issue. There'll be I think there's four issues. There's Star Wars. There's Vader. There's this, and there's bounty hunters. Oh, and there's Doctor Afra as well, but I I don't actually collect that one, so I think we'll just leave that off for now. So fuck them. So just those, just those four: the 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 Star Wars main st- series, the Vader main series, the High Republic, and then bounty hunters. Or we bounty hunters. We'll, okay. We'll talk about. But uh, that'll be that'll be an end of the month type deal, once a month thingy. And yeah. these Kessel yeah. runs, they'll just pop up every once in a while. You you know. And you know, just every now and again, we'll get the runs and we'll that's take right. care of it. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but thanks for listening. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later. Thank you.